November 23rd. 1 Peter chapter 1 verse 13 through chapter 2 verse 10. So think clearly and exercise self-control. Look forward to the special blessings that will come to you at the return of Jesus Christ. Obey God because you are His children. Don't slip back into your old ways of doing evil. You didn't know any better then, but now you must be holy in everything you do, just as God, who chose you to be His children, is holy. For He Himself has said, You must be holy, because I am holy. And remember that the Heavenly Father to whom you pray has no favorites when He judges. He will judge or reward you according to what you do. So you must live in reverent fear of Him during your times as foreigners here on earth. For you know that God paid a ransom to save you from the empty life you inherited from your ancestors. And the ransom He paid was not mere gold or silver. He paid for you with the precious lifeblood of Christ, the sinless, spotless Lamb of God. God chose Him for this purpose long before the world began. But now, in these final days... He was sent to earth for all to see, and He did this for you. Through Christ you have come to trust in God, and because God raised Christ from the dead and gave Him great glory, your faith and hope can be placed confidently in God. Now you can have sincere love for each other as brothers and sisters, because you were cleansed from your sins when you accepted the truth of the good news. So see to it that you really do love each other intensely with all your hearts. For you have been born again. Your new life did not come from your earthly parents, because the life they gave you will end in death. But this new life will last forever, because it comes from the eternal living Word of God. As the prophet says, People are like grass that dies away. Their beauty fades as quickly as the beauty of wild flowers. The grass withers, and the flowers fall away. But the word of the Lord will last forever. And that word is the good news that was preached to you. So get rid of all malicious behavior and deceit. Don't just pretend to be good. Be done with hypocrisy and jealousy and backstabbing. You must crave pure spiritual milk so that you can grow into the fullness of your salvation. Cry out for this nourishment as a baby cries for milk, now that you have had a taste of the Lord's kindness. Come to Christ, who is the living cornerstone of God's temple. He was rejected by the people, but He is precious to God who chose Him. And now God is building you as living stones into His spiritual temple. What's more, you are God's holy priests who offer the spiritual sacrifices that please Him because of Jesus Christ. As the Scriptures express it, I am placing a stone in Jerusalem, a chosen cornerstone, and anyone who believes in Him will never be disappointed. Yes, He is very precious to you who believe, but for those who reject Him, the stone that was rejected by the builders has now become the cornerstone. And the Scriptures also say, He is the stone that makes people stumble, the rock that will make them fall. They stumble because 
They do not listen to God's word or obey it, and so they meet the fate that has been planned for them. But you are not like that, for you are a chosen people. You are a kingdom of priests, God's holy nation, His very own possession. This is so you can show others the goodness of God, for He called you out of the darkness into His wonderful light. Once you were not a people, now you are the people of God. Once you received none of God's mercy, now you have received His mercy. What's up, everybody? Um, this is Zach. I have something I really want to share with you. And it, I hope it paints a picture um, not of my brokenness and not about where I was, but about what Christ has brought me out of. Because no matter what I share with you each day, no matter what I say or do, it's not in any way, shape, or form to glorify myself. Because I have had no part in this whatsoever. Christ is, gets all the glory, every single bit of it. And this really should illustrate His love for us. His love is so surreal that He bore, that He died for us. He took on all of our sin, not just all of my sin, not just all of your sin, every sin from every generation, past, present, and future. I don't know about you, but I know I've been in some places, and I'm going to go over some one of those places very soon, um, and I just didn't want to live anymore because of how bad and how deep in sin I was. But for Christ to bear all of it, I just, I can't even imagine that. But that's how much He loves you. And that's how much he loves me. Today was a big day today. I got baptized today. And it was such an amazing feeling to know that I have been able to be born again because he died. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to read something that I wrote a year ago, almost to the day. It was a cry for help to a very good friend of mine. And, and he, so here we go. I just don't have any fight left in me. I have no one to talk to. And I know you have always been my closest friend since day one. And when I need someone to hear me, I know you're always listening and actually hear me. You may joke and you may play and even tell me what I don't want to hear. But you always do all of it with love. You were somewhere that I've always dreamt of being for many years. Yet sadly, with every passing day, that dream becomes lost in the selfish hatred, hatred-filled world I've made for myself. This is not a cry for attention, nor is it for any recognition at all. I don't know how I found myself here on your messenger, 
and I don't really know what, if anything, I want or would like to gain. I do know that I'm so selfishly misguided and broken to the point that my tears are dried up marks on my face, left from a time when the pain was felt. But I don't know, man. I'm broken, defeated, and filled with so much hatred for the inhuman people I have found myself living with that when I look in a mirror, the thing staring back at me is something I do not recognize and feel is something that I hate more than those that surround me. I've been lost before, but what scares me the most is the fact that the deeper I get, the more comfortable I become. Well, not comfortable, but just at the point where conforming is easier than combating. Even though I know to conform is to die, maybe not physically, but mentally and spiritually die, which to me is worse than that of physicality. I don't know, man. I'm sure you get the sob stories all the time, and I know your response will be, what can I do to change it or stop giving in to the problem and start reconciling a solution? But how does one do that? if one has tried so many times and failed just as many. I play out the solution in my head and all my attempts lead to failure. Even though I want this so bad, I really do. I think of my nephew, who isn't even my son, yet the love I have for him is undeniably surreal and yet I'm so tired of being tired, I have no energy to do what is needed. The core issue is mostly I hate myself, and I have lost all ability to love myself, because if I love myself, I wouldn't let myself live this way. The house has more mice than the Mickey Mouse Club. It has got more dirt than Joe. It's filled with so much negativity that suicide would probably boost the morale. I tear, take care of a blue-nosed pit bull, and honestly, if it wasn't for this beautiful dog, I'd have gone insane by now. I'm not the man you grew to know and love. I'm a boy who wants nothing more than to know how it feels to be loved by himself instead of pretending I do. That's why I seek out relationships when I'm broken, because it's easier for me to find someone else to love me, because that way the only things seen and known are things I let be, rather than dealing with the realness of so much hatred I've suppressed for so long. What scares me the most is that I am a smart guy and even the words seem to have some heart in them. But when that heart has been covered up, then all that I know is nothing. And I hear I find myself once again broken and defeated, confused as to how I can end it all. But still praying that through my riddles and puzzle-filled words that maybe you will understand and see that there is a desire and hope still in me. P.S. I know I've been given so many chances, but who's to say my next isn't the one? I may have given up on myself, but someone like me who relies on those around him to pick him up and help him walk so that I may walk alone in time. I'd really love to try this battle one more time. That was a year ago, and here I sit right now on this day, coming up on a year clean once again. And I never thought I'd be where I am. Through the love of Jesus Christ, through the people that he's used and put in my path, I'm able to be the man he has called me to be. This week is Thanksgiving. 
Just be thankful. Be grateful. Because none of us deserve this. Yet all of us are able to live it. We've all been given a chance. To live and to love.